Hi, my lovies. It's Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. And this is our magic series. And this is episode three. And we're talking about furniture. Uh, How is it that furniture could be magical? Well, I'll tell you. So back centuries ago, carpenters and masonry and blacksmiths were a miraculous trade. They're Creations were designed to make our daily lives obviously easier, right? And the intentions uh, was for our comfort and convenience, right? Let's let's just clear that up, right? Because just imagine all the hard work it takes to build the buildings we see today, right? And of course, build the the furniture that we obviously use every single day. Uh, and oftentimes we have a favorite chair or spot on the couch or place at the table. We oftentimes keep furniture from our ancestors or past loved ones. Uh, homes are passed down and furniture and other parts of the home are kept as mementos or refurbished or repurposed, right? We use them for something else, you know, grandma's favorites. Uh, curtains are now the tablecloth, you know, of our dining room table now. And grandma's favorite rocking chair, we turned into a picture frame, right? So she's still attached to that piece of wood or that piece of furniture that has symbolism, meaning, emotions, a lot of, you know, memory on those things. Um, Furniture holds energy and as well as its original intent, the people who have left an impression on them, For instance, if you observe, uh, you know, like I said before with the rocking chair, um, you will notice that, you know, even in places like courtrooms, um, you'll notice the the square shaped carvings, you know, in wood, the the square shaped benches. um, And it's rare to find any circular or triangular courtrooms right, or even dining rooms or places where people sit um, for, you know, traditional purposes as well as, you know, there is some magic behind it, right? You ever wonder why some archways are more circular or oval in shape opposed to rectangular? Um, People believe that the arch uh, when entering a room, I know it's not co- it's not technically furniture, but it technically is a furnishing, right? Like doors, doors are furniture, and doors who are that are made with archways um, and oval rounded tops have more of a symbolism to the human aura, the human energy, the human light um, as a coming and going and as a passing right it's to be believed that when we pass through those doorways it's like it can give us more energy or it can take more energy away from us right so the shape of the door obviously has intention like right now we most likely in america anyway we have more rectangular very straight edge top doors okay so we have more of a you know what you call a traditional um straight you know, way of life where we have a very defined way to be. So this reinforces the things that we're taught to be, to fall in line, to be straight, you know, and to be um, orderly. So our windows are shaped just as rectangular as the doors, right? Like I said, these aren't particular pieces of furniture, but these are furnishings, right? 
This also applies, you know, to the courtrooms with the benches and the gate and the chairs before the judge. Um, another example is tables, doors, like I said before, and chairs used only for spiritual practices or, you know, for gambling or for private meetings, right? We all have that place in the house where we gather to have, you know, very important discussions or we, there's a place in the house where we go to do private things. Um, you know, not just the bathroom, right? We do have closets that we hide, like maybe our secret stash in or something like that. Um, you know, and we hide it in these places that are very important to us. So it holds that sacred energy. Okay. Um, the everlasting energy on furniture is like, I, like, like it says long lasting. Um, when these pieces of furniture are required soon after the energy of the space, you know, it will morph into the space of its original dwelling. So if you were to get, you know, uh, a chair back in the 1600s that was always sitting in a courtroom, you bring that chair into your house, you might notice that, you know, every time you sit in that chair, you think deep thoughts and you, you are very much inspired by intellectual conversations. You are prone to doing research or that energy will just then take over you, right? It would almost be like a, a possession or uh, a little bit of a form of a haunting, so to speak, right? Um, this is particularly useful for thrift store finds. Secondhand furniture can affect your energy, especially when you buy secondhand clothing, right? Ever put on a jacket from a thrift store and then all of a sudden, like, you just feel absolutely amazing, right? Because it's obvious that the person who owned it before you must have really enjoyed their life, really loved their life. They went to work every day or they just had a happy life um, and probably just no longer is living or no longer fits that coat. Um, but they left their impression on it, which is now affecting you. And of course, this can always go the opposite way and it can leave very negative effects on us. We can then pick up bad habits, have, you know, dreams and just start becoming, you know, the energy that is around. And that is clothing as an example, but this also works for or applies to furniture. Okay, so of course, you know, if you ever work at a job and people say, oh, there's so much turnover at this job, um, be careful not to sit in the chair or at the desk of the people who are always quitting, right? Because it kind of like takes over you and then it kind of repeats in into this cycle where it's like no matter who sits there, um, <laughs> you're going to end up feeling the same and thinking the same thoughts and like, yeah, I need to get, get out of here. Um, real quick story, very quick. Um, when I was living in Camden, New Jersey, this had to be about 2011 and I was at this, uh, like welfare, like work to earn a paycheck program. Right. And they had placed me in this like travel agency, um, which I don't think is there today, but I, I went to this travel agency. I must have worked there for about maybe a week, right? And the first day I went there, I just got comfortable and sat in this chair off to the side in the office. And when I sat down, everybody looked at me and said, oh, don't get pregnant. And I was like, what do you mean? They were like, oh, that was, uh, that was Barbara's chair. And she's no longer with us because she got pregnant. And after she had her baby, she just never came back. So it was like, 
oh, that's so silly. Like, that's not, that's totally not going to happen to me. But, you know, I'm, you know, I definitely just wanted to be there because, you know, I needed to earn credits for this work to earn a paycheck program or whatever. My loveys, I would say about two weeks later, I found out I was pregnant as well. So does that happen to everyone? No, but it's almost as if that chair called me over, right? It's like it knew I was going to sit in it. It's like you're next to have a baby. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I really hope they got rid of that chair because I'm pretty sure everyone who has sat in that chair has popped out a bun or two. Okay, so that's my really short story about how furniture is magical. All right, so let me get back on track. One practice done by spiritual magicians, you know, are to leave a chair or, or a table in a room which they do not sit in. Um, but it is for the spirit that they will welcome into their space. So if you do see like a chair or, you know, a piece of furniture that might look a little off to you in someone's home, um, and if you find out that they are of, you know, spiritual practicing background, you know, or ancestry, most likely that chair is for someone or something, right? There's always something in the house that we cannot touch or, you know, people when they come over, they just can't touch, you know, that, that, that bookshelf that has all your ancestor, you know, pictures on it and stuff like that, you know, that's got its own energy with it. And if you go back to my, um, preface when I'm talking about, you know, how to find magic and things when you go out in nature and you find a, a twig and you turn it into a wand and it's, you're carrying it around, you know, you've built a relationship with it. So now the relationship between you and that table or that chair um, now have an understanding of what it is meant for and what the intent is. Okay. Um, some superstitious people will say, you know, a chair near your bed um, welcomes spirits to bother you at night during your sleep. Um, I have found this to be true in some cases. Um, I do have some family members who do in fact have chairs, like really comfy chairs at that, next to beds. Um, mostly because a lot of my family take care of elderly family. They watch over children. They watch over babies. And this extra chair in the room is just like, you know, well, I'm just going to, I'm just here to look, you know, look you over or, you know, look over you and watch over you while you sleep or while you play. But come nighttime and come time to go to sleep, boy, is you can feel the energy of that chair almost still staring at you or you know feel that there is still a presence in the room and clearly there's no one in the room but you right so it's kind of like you're waking up in the middle of the night and it's kind of like you know your aunt or your mom or your dad or your brother might, might be sleeping but it's like there's somebody or something in that chair because the ch a chair table and anything you know it's welcoming it welcomes spirits to come into your space because they're meant for people who are physical, right? This goes for dishes. This goes for, you know, like I said, furnishings in your homes, right? People who move and they take their staircases with them. Yes, that is a real thing. People actually do take the furnishings of their old homes and put them in their new homes. Okay, follow me here, it's true. So if you see that table that's in the room and you think it has no purpose, well, uh, it will soon 
be adopted by a spirit to expecting, you know, to be expected to stay, you know, or expect an offering at some point. Okay. You are opening yourself up spiritually, um, to bring something in. Um, just a little side note too, just like when people have chalk and they draw doors, if you draw doors, you know, on the back of your house or a wall or a random wall, believe it or not, that is another very small metaphysical trick to allow spirits in and out if you were to draw a door somewhere okay so your your intention is to bring something through and that's pretty much its focal point so keep that in mind as well when you're thinking about placing furniture in your home make sure your furniture has a use for everyone in the home and for everyone that you want to be there there have actually been hauntings throughout world history that are directly linked to a piece of furniture um, brought to a home secondhand. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, whoever's listening, that there was a, an old Unsolved Mysteries episode about a family who had bought a bunk bed. I think they bought the bunk bed or the bunk bed was already in the house when they moved there. And they found out later that all the metaphysical, scientific, ghostly hauntings and all this para, paranormal activity was actually linked to their bunk bed that their children were sleeping on. And eventually, uh, when they were able to figure that out, they actually had the bunk bed destroyed. Um, and from what I remember, that they hadn't had anything, you know, tumultuous happen after that. Like they destroyed the energy or they, they took it very far away from them and it no longer, you know, had any purpose in their life and they just grinded it to the ground and somehow the spirits and the the chaos was grounded and grinded with it you know so it's not uncommon for furniture to be haunting or very spiritually you know absorbent you know or spiritually magnetic right because it's associated with things that we see all the time it's very basic and you know people do believe that when you pass on you know the afterlife looks similar to the life that we lived the entire time we were, you know, alive. So to see familiar things such as clothing or furniture, right, um, would give like a signal to say that there is some type of normalcy in your current space. Um, so definitely keep that in mind. But if you're willing to test this theory for best results, leave a chair in the home and pray and speak to invite the spirits you intend to be with you. Otherwise, you will have an invisible family that you know nothing about. All right, my lovey. So that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and catch me in the next episode. If you have any questions, please uh, reach out and comment on these episodes. And I will see you in the next episode when we talk about tattoos. All right, my loves. This is Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. And I am checking out and I will see you later.